0: Don't know the Bible, don't know that. A <laughs> couple of things I just want to say. I'm so full today that I'm just asking God to, for me not to kick you all day, y'all. I'm so full today. I, this sermon, this preacher, my heart, this past week, so much to say. Here, no matter who has done Those of you who do want to hear. A couple of announcements that I didn't make in my words. Um, one is that I'm thankful for the person in our congregation who wants to remain anonymous, who uh, took $1,000 to the conference to pay on our apportionment so that our apportionments would be $10,000 Rather than nine. I thank you for that. Next year this will not happen um, because I don't know what's going on. But we thank that member for a $1,000 yes. gift. I'm still asking you to give And some of you have asked about the nursery. Somebody said, you know, we don't have babies. That nursery is an act of faith. It's just find it. Just do what I ask you to do. As an act of faith, I'm believing that people gonna come with some makers. I'm believing that people gonna come with some children. Whether y'all ready or not, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come with me now to the Old Testament book of Jonah, the prophet. Jonah. Look in the back, close to the New Testament. They are twelve minor prophets. They're minor simply because their books are short, not because they're less than the other prophets. See God, God always put the business of the prophets on four one one. I don't see no late folk name all through the capital of the Bible, but I'm talking about prophets. Respect the prophets. Phil over from Tuesday night. The Old Testament book of Jonah chapter 3 verses 1 through 5 and 10. Stand as you have. I want to listen. The Bible on your iPad, on your phone, whatever you have that direct you to the words, but no matter what you have, open your ears to hear. Listen now for the word of the Lord. Once again, The Lord spoke to Jonah, and he said go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to the people the message that I have given you. So this time, Jonah obeyed the Lord and went to Nineveh, a city so large that it took three days to walk through it. Jonah started through the city, and after walking a whole day, he proclaimed, he said, to the people what God told him to say. The preacher said, in 40 days, Nineveh, you will be destroyed. And the people of Nineveh believed God's message. So they decided that everyone should fast, and all the people, all the people, from the greatest to the least, Put on sackcloth to show that they had repented. Verse 10. God saw what they did. He saw that they had given up their wicked behavior. So he changed his mind. And he did not punish them as he said he would. Yeah. This is the word of God. For the people of God, to God. I love God, I'm a, I'm a lectionary preacher, so y'all can't say I picked this verse out to foster y'all <laughs> today. The lectionary is just Holy ghost field. it challenges the preacher not to choose what we would like to preach, but to preach the word of Almighty God. Why don't you pray with me? Heavenly Father, as the days get shorter and shorter and the nights get longer and longer, the job becomes heavier and heavier. I thank you, Lord, for people you send. People who are on their road to repentance and being more spiritual. I thank you. And Lord, as I come before your people, symbolically bow and before thy throne of grace. Please allow the words of my mouth. The meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy. you are for the morning is, do we have a Jonah problem? Look at your neighbor, do we we have a Jonah problem? Do we have a Jonah problem? Jonah is one of the familiar books, or used to be, the last 50 years, not much as familiar to people anymore that come by the Bible. It's a very familiar story about Jonah prophet who was disobedient to God. Let, let's see about Jonah's life and see if it has anything in it that we need to look at in ourselves because beloved is very important that we, we take care of every aspect of our being. Take care of our bodies, our mind, soul, and most of all spiritual health and our spiritual well-being, because it is our spirit that is most important. Somebody say amen. So therefore the question for us to ask ourselves this morning is, do we have a Jonah problem? Look at somebody and say, do you have a Jonah problem? And then look back at that same person and say, do you have a Jonah problem? (laughs) Now, to understand the question fully. We must must give an overview of the beginning of the book of Jonah Starting with chapter 1, it's a very brief book I admonish you to read it for yourself It's just four chapters in the book of Jonah With a huge lesson in in it But but we're going to do an overview with with chapter 1 and 2 And bring ourselves to to chapter 3 Where our scripture reading begins Jonah is the man in the Bible, the prophet who distinguished himself by his efforts to run away from the presence of God and from the word of God. The Bible says in chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, one day the Lord spoke to Jonah. That's what the Lord does. You might not like it, but that's what the Lord does. He, He speaks to the preacher, the prophet. I know you think he just talks to you, but really, help me up and hear somebody. Oh, he's always talking to me. That's not God. By his efforts to run away from the presence and the, the word of God, Jonah got into a lot of trouble. God said, Jonah, I want you to go to them. And I want you to tell them exactly. What I tell you to say. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 1 through 3. One day the Lord spoke to Jonah, son of and He said, Go to Nineveh, that great city, and speak out against it. I'm aware of how wicked its people are. I don't know I ever went out in the opposite direction. God said, John will go to them and tell them that they're wicked and I'm going to destroy them. And John said, mm-mm. And he went the other way. The other way. He went to Joppa, where he found a ship about to go to Spain and, and, and he paid his fare, Went aboard with the crew to sail to Spain in the opposite direction. I'm just preaching the word of God. Of where God told him to go. He paid so God told Jonah, golden enemy, and Jonah went the other way. The question is, do we have a Jonah problem? Do, do we have a Jonah problem? Beloved, Jonah received a command from God. The golden enemy, the capital of the almighty Assyrian Empire, warning the people to repent of their wicked ways. But Jonah didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do that. Because the Assyrians were enemies of Jonah and his people. Jonah and his people had lived through many atrocities that these people had caused him and his people. These people were known for their brutal ways, for their greed, their racism, their oppression of immigrants, their prisons, their hypocrisy and treatment of poor people. Jonah. Hated them with a passion. He didn't want them to be saved. Jonah wanted them to be punished. Consequently, instead of traveling to Nineveh, Jonah hopped the ship and headed in the opposite direction. Working work in the scripture, I was reminded of a day that I received a call from the National Church years ago. And the request was that I lead a spiritual group of women to Johannesburg, South Africa. And we were to spend three weeks to a month there as apartheid was ending to be the first group to ever put black and white together in a camp way away from the city of Johannesburg where they could not run. once we got them there. I was the first African-American woman to preach in a white church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Did I want to go? <laughs> First I'm asking, you know, they know who they call it. They call it this rebel. If they call me because I have no fear of, of white people or black people or nobody. I'm just that crazy. But I can talk about that trip on another time. I went and spent I have don't talk about it much. But my record will show that I've done a lot of things God's way. Rather than my own way. You see, tell us God, John's problem was one of disobedience. And whenever we disobey the word of God, we have a job. Whenever we disobey the word of God, we have a general problem. Now, people today, like to in their own minds, go, well, see, since I don't know the word, I don't have to obey the word. But not knowing the word is disobedience because the word of God says, study to show yourself approved. Come on, come on. Whenever God's word says, pray the full time, Malachi 3 and 10, and we decide to put our bills before. We obey the word of God. When our personal opinions or likes or dislikes come before the almighty will of God, we have a Jonah cross. Whenever God gives us commandments and we decide which one we're going to keep and which one we're going to disobey, and we have a Jonah God says, go into all the world and make disciples for Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we say, I don't like me too. When we decide that we'll continue to be resentful toward people when God calls for reconciliation and that we will continue to put anger, ignorance, and distrust when God's call is for peace, or when we birth confusion in God's church, disruption, and pettiness above God's call for fellowship, or fighting more than forgiveness, or hatred more than love, or pride more than prayer and praise, we have... He'll heal you and set you free. Okay. So listen, listen, listen. When we allow what others have done to us to reduce us to their level, yeah. you no know, longer stand that out time because I was such a rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a job. Come on. When God is saying stop, and we saying go, and God is saying go, and we saying no, and God is saying my will, and we saying my wish. When God is saying now and we're saying later. When God is saying time and we're saying too much. What do we have? We love to talk about what other folk ought to do. But the only person you can change is your sister. So you need to ask yourself, self. Uh, do we have a general problem? <laughs> uh, yes, come on, uh, Before you answer, let me remind you that God's Word says, "Some of y'all think I'm perfect. That all have sinned, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God." Amen. And sin, simply defined, is. Disobedience to yes, yes. There might be scripting forms that said Jose, Jonah ended up in big trouble. Sometimes you want to blame somebody else for the trouble you need. but yeah. sometimes it was you. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it was God. <laughs> and sometimes it was the devil. You got to discern this thing. You got to discern this thing. Jonah ended up in big trouble because he disobeyed God. That always comes we don't do what God said. Sometimes you get in trouble because you do what God says to you. But that's a different kind of trouble. Ooh, help me up in here somebody. That's a trouble that leads to a testimony. Uh, that's a trouble because you are anointed. That's trouble because you're called oh, That the world will hate you because you're going to do what God says you. That's a different kind of trouble. That's good trouble. When I'm talking about the trouble, you get in with God because you don't do what God says to do. Come on, come on. It's similar to the trouble we used to get in as children. And see, when I was growing up, to be obedient was a good thing. Yes. I was obedient to my parents because they loved me and I didn't want to disappoint. Yeah. And they were proud of me because I was obedient to them. I was obedient to my teachers, because I knew my teachers loved me, and they were hard on me. But I liked being called a good student. I got got rewarded for being a a good student, an obedient child. You used to get rewarded for that. Now remember when you were a good child, you acted right? I liked being obedient to to my pastor and the church members. Because then, they didn't take me out of church for nothing. They didn't have to go get no switches and take the leaves off. None of that. I didn't like none of that. I do not like none of that. Because it was in the natural it used to be. As it is in the spirit. And don't you think God is not getting tired of our disobedience and he's taking the switch out? and pulling the lead off and some of us are in trouble, trouble, trouble because we have done what God said. Um, Whenever we resist, disobey or try to run from the message or the revelation or the command that God has given to us, we get in trouble. So the Bible says in chapter 1, verses 4 that while Jonah was on this ship and he paid his way in here, going to the other side, going the opposite direction that God told him to come. The Lord, I said, the Lord, Lord. who's in control of the weather? The Lord sent a strong wind on the sea. And the storm was so violent that the ship was in danger of breaking up in the they struggle to know what is going on. They thought, what is going on different from us today? We don't think nothing. We just let things happen. We ain't got no thinking in mind no more. We don't wonder what God's saying anymore. We just going about our business because we got so many material things that make us feel good that God doesn't matter anymore. Oh, the foolishness is to go back to the land, but the more they did, the worse. this was a spiritual fight. They said that's a spiritual thing. This ain't not we need. This is a spiritual thing. This is, this is, thing. This is, this is God. But God is speaking to us. So they started casting lots. Of, they let that do that. And it fell on John. And then they knew they knew that John had some explaining to them. Believe me, church, I know everybody in the church. I know their spirits. I know them better sometimes spiritually than they know themselves. Because after as much experience as I had, the church is the church is the church. You don't have to tell a doctor to go learn how to fix people who live on the West Coast because they're different from people in the South. So you gotta go back to school to learn how to fix the people in the South. Then you gotta go back to school to learn how to fix the, the, go to 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 fix the-, the church. Is the church in the church. I found the same demons in every church i passed The devil ain't doing nothing new. i can read reading like a book. Mm. Oh, did we have a job? And so then the decision was to draw straws to see wrong the line. They found that it was Jonah. So they went to Jonah. And Jonah, was big enough to confess. John said, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm the problem. I am the prophet. He said, one rotten apple will ruin a whole book. John said, yeah, I am. I'm the problem. John said, see, I'm confessing my problem. I'm running away from the Lord, y'all, because because I don't want to go to them. He said, so, just pick me up and throw me on the seat. Y'all, y'all threw the cargo and find out it ain't changed nothing. So you knew it had to be God, it ain't nothing physical, in the physical realm. So I'm gonna okay, tell you what I'm gonna do. All my fault, I did it. So just pick me up and throw me into the sea and then it will become calm. I've seen some people leave the church and a star calls. So,
1: the sailors
0: picked John up Ooh, and threw him on the boat. Say our churches are just dying, and where God is, there is life; where God is not, there is death. Yeah. That was my words. Just dying. So, if we look at the people who want to keep things the way they are, we know that the churches are dying. But we don't know what new people may do because we don't have any. <laughs> and so, it may come a time when, when when one bishop in our church suggested that things have gotten so bad that they just not playing with us anymore, that we need to keep a list of the church in the area so we can suggest to some of our members where they might want to take their membership. That's how bad this guy is. Because it's either you or God. For me, it's you or God. That that ain't no big decision for me. I ain't got good men in my life when it comes to it's you or God. It's you or God. I'm not getting in trouble with God. It's gotten to that in this church. It's gotten to that in this church. And so, child of God, the lesson goes on to say, after they threw off the boat, after he confessed, and says to me, y'all get rid of me and everything will be back in law. But you know what Jonah did, made such an impression on these people, that he would sacrifice himself for them, that they began to greatly feel the Lord. See, sometimes your testimony will, will, will help somebody. Yes, Once on. a testimony about how you changed. And they offered a sacrifice to the Lord that they made vows to God. Well, child, our lesson goes on to say that in the meantime, Jonah is drowning, Yeah, he's drowning. He's drowning in the sea. And the Lord then looked at Jonah and thought, you know what, Jonah, you steal still my child. And so the Lord provided a great fish. Somebody say, some people say a whale, but the Bible says a great fish. And you know God can do whatever he wants to do. He can use a fish or a whale to swallow Jonah. Yeah. And Jonah was inside the belly of the fish. For three days and three nights. Never put yourself in a place of joy. This is a situation here. Sometimes we get ourselves in a situation. All alone inside the bed of the beach. All along. Gave him some time to repent, repent from his sin of disobedience. think about this lesson. God gave Jonah a wake-up call by sending a great big fish to swallow him up. See, sometimes when God swallows you up, it really is a way of protecting you from the fish that was going to eat you up. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes belly of a fish before he'll put you in the belly of hell. Because <laughs> God hopes that being in the belly of the fish will change you. Just think about it, think about it. Wake up, Connor. Oh, you can count on God to do unbelievable things to get his children back. On, uh, things that break records, things that we could have never imagined could happen and we can be thankful did to Jonah because if God had done what he did, Jonah was facing a very real possibility of being swallowed up in hell or his stubbornness, his rebellion against God. Somebody, y'all, ought to say, thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. I'd rather you give me a whipping than send me to hell. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It will make me turn around. Just give me a whipping, Lord, but don't send me to hell. Thank you, Lord. You love me, because You chastise those whom you love. to used this horrible time in the belly of the sea to repent before God. I mean, some of us would still have an attitude in the belly. But if you got it in your spiritual sense, when you're surrounded by truth, that's the time to say, God, help me. God, I'm sorry. God, I'll change my way. God, have mercy on me. I'm trying to say, God, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I won't disobey you again. Now hear me. probably has gotten us in trouble. We better learn how to pray and ask God for forgiveness. And in repentance and God is sorrow, John called out to God, God heard it, forgave it, and this is it. And God, who could have called somebody else? But you know, God looks around and he says, I want you. Don't going to get mad because everybody wants to be the pastor. But if God ain't called you, and if he does call you, believe me, it is something to consider and think about. It is an act of obedience. It ain't an act of being true. Ah. Ah. I'm going show you places with me. I, 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 no, I ain't going to give it to you, but I'd like to see God call you Just see what you're going to do. Have too much prayer. We must pray. We must think this too much prayer, Lord. I'm, I'm worried to death. I'm praying all the time. And then God gave Jonah a second chance. God didn't even bring up to Jonah what he had done. God just gave Jonah a second chance. Why? Because Jonah repented. Repent. You did. He repented. To make a long story short, here what we've seen. God told Jonah to go to his enemy, go to the people he didn't like. Go to the people who had heard it, go to the people who had betrayed him, go to the people who hated him, and preach to them a word of warning. Ah, a word of warning straight from the mouth of God. Jonah heard the fire, but he went the other way. Away from the people God told him to go to. Didn't to go Jonah was disobedient. To God's command. And then, because Jonah disobeyed God, God sent a storm into Jonah's life. In the midst of the storm, God sent a way out. He sent a fish. And in the middle of fish, Jonah repented. And God forgave Jonah. And that was a miracle in and of itself. And that could have been enough. That could have been enough. The star could have just ended right there. No, but in chapter three, where we start today, where our, our scripture begins, we see something powerful because the Bible continues beloved. That the Word of God came to Jonah a second time. Look at you today. You say God is a God of second chance. But God didn't change what He said to make, to make Jonah feel better. But God, God told say Jonah, I'm gonna give you one more chance. Go and do just what I said. Go to Nineveh, Jonah, that great city, and preach to the people the message that I have given you. And this time, Jonah was obedient. Somebody say amen. This time, he did what God told him to do. It was a long journey. When Jonah reached the city of Nineveh, the Bible says he preached to them the words. God says that if you don't repent of your sins through what God told me to come and tell now you don't repent of your sins and, and change over your wicked ways in 40 more days and God's going to destroy you that that's the word so it was a message to repent and turn to the Lord for forgiveness it was it was a message a reminder that sin makes us deserving of God's wrath. Don't expect God to keep on giving you second chances, third chances, fourth chances, five chances, because the day will come. When there is a day of God's judgment, when God would say, enough is enough is enough. That's what I hear him saying to America. Enough is enough is enough. So it's a message to repent and turn to the Lord for forgiveness. It was a message to remind us that sin makes us deserving of God's wrath and God's punishment. It was a message that also says that God will give us warning and God will change his mind if we take heed to the warning and change our hearts and our ways and our spirits. What God told the prophet was a hard word to tell him. But Jonah was called to say it. Love what comes next reminds me of an experience I had preaching at a revival in Los Angeles. I had this experience, I was was preaching, one thing, I went to the revival to hear somebody else preach. And the preachers called a meeting in the preacher's office and they said the preacher didn't show up. He's sick, he can't come, at the last minute he was going to come, but he's not coming. Now, one of you is going to have to preach the sermon for the revival tonight. And all eyes fell on me. I'm going, oh no. I don't know, I'm the most insecure person I've been here. Who the Methodist Church has made me so insecure that I'm still working on it. All of y'all Holy Ghost them people with churches, right they go old churches, they are gonna look like it. Just, I'm a God. I'm one. So anyway, I did. Got preached. And in the middle of the sermon, I have keep sermons in the call, you know, students always be ready for the preacher you can't you, It's like being a doctor. You got, to, you got to keep your bag in the car. In fact, I, I got, yeah, you got to get you that in mind you're putting new bag in the car. So <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm preaching and in the midst of the sermon, God told me to do it hard and I said, I'm loud. I can't see it. I can't preach. it. They didn't always, in fact, one of revivals, revivals, was a thing that only black men did. That's where their money came from. But when I got on the circuit, I learned that's where my money came from. Mm-hmm. People thought I was getting money out of Compton. Compton didn't have no money. I got money off the road. They don't understand because they ain't never been on the road help me up. I was on the road making money. And I didn't want to make nobody help me up in the So after the say something to you, Pastor. God gave you something to say to me. You're gonna get a whooping for me in disobedience. I said, Oh, Lord. No. And one pastor, they didn't whip me in I own oh. no You're a woman, Pastor. People whip you just because you're a woman. God, right? ah. hear this, John. John, preach the word that God gave him. That. And look what the Bible says. That's what I reminded him of this stuff. The Bible says that, Oh, yes, I not in the Bible, who went to preach to the people. You know, they be headed with the prophets, they dogged they the prophets house That's why the Bible says, touch not my heart. Do my prophet no harm. Because yeah, if not. you do, you gotta join a prophet. Yeah. Ha, ha. But let me tell you, no other prophet that I know is in the Bible convicted everybody? <laughs> Jesus didn't even get to everybody, the rich, young fool, oh, that's This Bible said all of the Heard it, and they believed God. The Bible says, even when the president, I mean the king, heard the message from God. The king put on sackcloth and fastened and asked all the people to do the same. And when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil way, he had compassion and did not bring upon them the destruction he had threatened. Look at your neighbor said, Oh, he's a God of second chance. chance. Say he's a if-then God. <laughs> If you do this, then God will do that. Well, this preacher had hit a home run. The Bible says. On God and repenting of their sins. They listened. They prayed. They stopped doing evil. They changed and started doing what was right in God's sight. Child of God. Child of God. Child of God, child of God. Yeah. We need to pray today. Yeah. The church of Jesus Christ yeah. needs to pray today yeah. for gifts. Yeah. I see how some of y'all treat new people who come. I see how some of you cause trouble over pettiness. I see those of you who want to keep it just like it was. I I see the Jezebel who want to be in control of God's church. I see I see you. We must ask God to forgive us. God said, go make disciples to go, I ain't doing it. We want the other way. get out of God's way. Mm-hmm. Some of us won't be happy in heaven. And if some of y'all were in heaven, it wouldn't be heaven. Because you ain't going to go to heaven and tell God what to do. That's all I know. I'm talking I'm talking like a, a mom to her children who have gone the wrong way. Yes, yes. Do you have a jungle problem today? people punished rather than saved? Is that why you don't invite men? Is that why you don't invite some of your kid people in? You'd rather see people punished than saved? Is that why you don't go get them? Is that why you don't look for them? Do you do things your way and not God's way? Is that why you don't listen to the preachers? Is that why you do all crazy kind of stuff? Are you running away from being obedient to God's word? What well, is the good? News. Look, this neighbor said, "There's always some good news. The good news." Here's the good news. Here's the good news. I know somebody. I said, I know somebody. I said, I know somebody. Somebody who can fix it for you. I know somebody. Who can heal it through the John I know somebody. Somebody, somebody. Who's just waiting for you to call him up yeah. and tell him what you need. I know somebody. I know somebody who is the living, resurrected, all oh, glorious, victorious word of God. I know somebody. He's a God. Now he will fix it. Yes. For you. And me. And so what we need to do today, 2018. Because if you ain't seen the signs yet, it is something uh, utterly wrong you. Mm-hmm. God said remember the Sabbath keep. We need to learn Godly obey. Yes, Lord. We need to have Godly sorrow. We need to bury our pride because we been.